And welcome in to Bookie Brook and the Boys. We got Bookie Brook here, of course, and the Boys. Another fantastic week. We had a week off uh, recording last week, but still put in some bets. Still, uh, you know, had a week. Had a week, I'd say. How was uh, how was last week for you guys outside of the betting? It was good. It was busy. It was. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Mr. Newlywed over here. Yeah, and new job. It's... Uh... It was a lot, but I'm back. I'm here. Speed running adulthood is all right. The new job, the new wife, the new house. Humble flex at the the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. I got about six of those in my backpack now. (laughs) Another two or three at my folks' house. Did you? So, how many did you get to take home, or did you just leave them? Awesome out. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I, I, always, I think I have about 15 or 20 from every wedding I've been to this year. Yeah. So yeah. Well, cause at, at first I, I, I feel, I felt bad when I started falling into this pattern of just stashing koozies. And then, yeah, I talked to somebody they're like, Oh yeah, do we have, we'll take home like 75 of these things. Please yeah. take all. I'm like, all right. It's one yeah. of those things where I feel like people order way too many and then end up taking home half of them. We try to order like two or three per person. Mm, maybe it was like two two per person because normally people like you guys said stash a bunch of them um turns out not everybody did i don't know or we just got i feel like the older crowd probably is just like it's a koozie i'm just gonna leave it here like yeah but it has my dogs on it so i mean admittedly it was a pretty cool koozie I, i i didn't go in with the intent to come on with as many but you got the the dogs on them and you got the different colors i'm like well i got to get a couple of each color exactly exactly you got to make them a collector's item absolutely Absolutely. well now it's uh nba and nhl season fellas now we get to kind of expand our horizons outside of um nba and um and or outside of nfl and college and i'll tell you what i remember not uh, having fond memories of betting basketball back in my heyday. So hopefully this will be the year I can kind of redeem myself. Granted, it was more so college basketball that I would bet every other night and lose two out of three bets. So uh, I'll probably stay away from college basketball when it comes around. But typically, um, kind of how do your uh, scope of knowledge go with the uh, the winter sports here? So I feel like... I'm probably the anomaly and like, I think college basketball might be my best sport, but if you like betting on NBA and like you turn any sort of a profit on it, you're just a sick individual. It's so hard with the rest and the long season, which I feel like, you know, superstars could either go for 50 or like 17 on 30 shots. It's so hard to predict. And then yeah, you'll, get and, uh, the, you'll get the magic beaten like the Warriors by 21 night for no reason <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't watch NBA. Um, I don't find it very enjoyable. Um, <clears throat> but the few bets that I have placed, um, one being a, a pretty large parlay that I put in during March Madness, and that's one of the few bets I've ever hit. So um, that's probably just beginner's luck, but I'll take it, and I'll say that I'm an expert. I mean, that's <laughs> I'm one for one. <laughs> if you can hit one of those things, I mean that I've Wasn't never it? hit like a good parlay before, and I I'm still dumb enough to fall for it. I couldn't imagine like winning my first one. Yeah, 
So actually my biggest parlay I hit ever was an eight teamer last college basketball season. And it was like a Tuesday night and I got home from work and I, I placed it and I had like passed out. And then I woke up at like nine 30 and I was like, Oh, this one hit this one hit. And I was like, Oh my God, I only need one more. And it went into overtime and it, and it hit. And I was like, dear Jesus, this is the greatest night of my life. Oh, yeah, there's no, um, not a whole lot of better feelings out there than hitting a, a substantial parlay. Oh. I gotta say, I feel like that's the the sign of a true degenerate is that you had that still alive and went to bed anyways. <laughs> I was like, like you're just I mean, so used to the grind that you're like, all right, whatever, I'll I'll, I'll go. To I bed. don't think I had planned on falling asleep. It was just one of those things. I was like on the couch and I had conked out, and then you, you wake up and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> And then the palms start sweating, and you're in the thick of it. I love it. And I do like hockey, um, but I just never know what's going on. I don't know. I, I don't know enough to understand how to bet it. Yeah, you feel super strong one way, and then it always goes the other way. I don't know. You see, I think where I could find success this year, and this kind of goes – for the NBA to like a lesser degree with the Nuggets, but specifically the Colorado Avalanche, like I'm a huge fan of them. And I know like my knowledge for them is very specific and deep. I, I watch every game I can, every playoff minute for the last five years or so. I feel like I'm very dialed into the abs. I could not name another player on every team's roster um, for any other team. I, it's just the blinders are so, so deep and so, honed in on the avalanche that I have no idea what else is going on throughout the, the NHL, which I feel like makes things tough. But I think in a way that it kind of simplifies it. It's like, well, I'm only focusing on one team. Do I like, you know, this player's line? Do I like, you know, them to, to pull off this upset here? Do I like them to win big and cover the spread? I feel like that kind of simplifies it a little bit where, you know, back in my cold college basketball days, I didn't know anything about anything. So I was just trying to cast a wide net as possible trying to, to, to pick up on vibes as much as I could. And college basketball, I, I, like you said, with the NBA, like it's just such a long season that – and you have these college kids who are determining this, who are traveling two or three times a week and traveling across the country for the first time, and it's a it's a different ballgame. Yeah, it is. And they're so – it feels like hockey games are so sporadic when they're played. Um, like NBA – or uh, MLB, <laughs> you know, like – there's going to be some teams playing at noon that day. There's going to be some teams playing at four, but most everybody plays at seven. So you can kind of go around that and you're like, oh shit, there's five hockey games out today. I didn't even know about, you know, and then, so it's hard to, to kind of keep track of all the hockey games that go on. And yeah. college basketball is a little bit different from the NBA where the NBA plays 82 and college. The most the team's going to play is like 40. So yes, every game matters, but you still factor in that they're 18 to 22 year old kids with classes and basketball is not like football where, you know, if you have a good O line or you're good in the trenches or some areas, like you can almost fake your way through a football game. If you're off in basketball, like you're off, like some nights it's not your night. And especially with 18 to 22 year old kids, it's, and when you get into conference play, just about everybody's even anyway. So there's you start seeing some parity there too. 
Yeah, that's tricky. But one thing I kind of wanted to get into is uh, we'll, we'll pick a future from la- uh, from the winter sports season to kind of hang our hat on, um, like our Heisman or what turned into be like our Heisman bets for for college football. Um, although I know Tyler and I aren't feeling too good about ours from that selection pool, uh, but hopefully we'll we'll rebound here pretty strongly in the winter time. But uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we uh, we dialed in here, so I kind of want to go over how how it's gone on the sheet. Last couple of weeks, I'll be honest, I've had a pretty good couple of weeks here. Um, three straight winning weeks, uh, about $800 in that span. Granted, I started from $3,000 down, so I'm still quite a bit in the hole, which is disappointing. <laughs> but, you know, figuring things out, you know, better late than never. That's not the tab I wanted to share. Here's our pick If you didn't miss it on, uh, if you missed it on Coin Connection, here's what we came up with. Great stuff. So study that over. So this is not last week, but two weeks ago. So uh, Notre Dame picked up the win over USC pretty big. We all had the Washington-Oregon game with a three-point point spread, and we all pushed. Yeah. So um, No blood. No blood there, which I'm, I'm absolutely okay with. Um, Brooke hits. They had a real good week. I think four for five there, Oklahoma State money line. As a dog, I um, just missed Purdue plus 19. Who were they playing? Were they playing Michigan? It was Ohio State the week before Penn State, and I was thinking oh, right. a look-ahead spot, but Purdue is just so bad. <laughs> They're bad. More like Purdue, am I right? Oh, my um, God. Yeah, I don't think that – and, you know, myself is included in this. I don't think that people properly – um, assessed how big of a loss Jeff Brom would be because typically, like when you change a coach, it's because you've been bad and you had to fire a coach, so you're more optimistic. But he just left Purdue because they stink, and and he, he took a better job. He took a better job, and he didn't leave the program in great shape. And he took their starting quarterback, so <laughs> the cover was was pretty bare for Ryan Walters. But yeah, their their defense is one of the worst in Power Five. And in a conference like the Big Ten, you just can't survive playing yeah. that kind of that quality of football there. Um, Oregon State, a big winner. They, they cover that one pretty easily. Um, let's see. I had our first uh, parlay as a, as a sports betting show. That missed. Thanks, USC, a lot for that. Um, luckily, I hopped <laughs> on the Oregon State train. And then the Iowa Unders have been outstanding. Uh, and, you know, that hit my $500 bet, kept me above the line. Tyler had a, you know, he pushed on Oregon, had the Texans. Um, Wisconsin minus 10 looks pretty rough, but, you know, USC plus three, that, that felt like a good one to me. So not a great week for Tyler, but, you know, we're, we're getting back. You say that a lot about me here in the show. But I won't say it for last week because he had a winning week. Tyler uh, going two for three, but hitting his bigger bets. And uh, the Tennessee-Bama over, great stuff. The SEC never plays any defense, so the over is the, the easy call there. Jaguars plus one and a half. They cleared that. And that was that was, that was was a Thursday night game, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you got to go into the weekend knowing that you just got to get your get $500. Something. Yeah. You just got to get something to, to stay even. Um, let's see here. Brooke hit Miami money line. That was a good bet. I mean, Clemson fucking stinks. Also, I wish I would have known going into that that Van Dyke was out, but I mean that's what you get when you make picks on 
Thursday. And <laughs> would would you still have bet Miami to win? Straight I up, I don't know. I probably would have taken the points if I had known Van Dyke was out, or maybe just not played it at all. But it worked out, so yeah. The Michigan clears twenty four and a half. Fuck the points. I mean, I. I, I I almost made that one my $500 bet, but I was like, man, I'm going to feel real dumb if it's like 17-14 going into the fourth quarter. And then the Missouri-South Carolina over that, that's 60 is a lot of points to get to, even in the SEC. Well, also, South Carolina got inside the Missouri 10 four times and came away with four field goals, so that was pretty sick. You know, one of the the big misses I, I think for me is thinking that South Carolina was going to be kind of good. I didn't think that they, you know, contend in the East, but like eight wins seemed plausible for me, especially how they finished the season last year. Granted, they lose their offensive coordinator. I'm sure whoever they uh, he ended up with is very happy with his performance <laughs> so far this season. But yeah, but just the way that they ended that season, I figured that they carry some momentum to at least get to a bowl game. But boy, they stink. I guess they lost some important pieces coming in, and their O line's pretty so. bad. Yeah, my slip. Uh, pretty happy. I got the Iowa under again. Um, that they, these are ridiculous unders, and they're clearing comfortably. Like there was never a time in that game where I was worried about that one. USC money line stunk. I had I was gonna just take Nebraska money line, but I got cocky at the at the end of the week, especially when I saw that Northwestern's quarterback was was hurt. So I'm like. Give me the points. That was a mistake. Um, and then Minnesota money line. That one, I sweated a, quite a bit. I was going to say I was on the opposite <laughs> end of that one. And, I mean, I'm happy Iowa lost, but I mean, crazy. I what a game! And we talked about that earlier this week. But I mean, Nuts. I I I wish I could take that moment and like relive it over and over again. Just because of how sweet it was, Brett was and, uh, texting me about that and how much he hates you. <laughs> I well, don't hate me. Hate Iowa for not being good enough. Because also the just thing the, is that I just what you were saying about it, and he's like, "He's fucking soon. It's obvious. It wasn't obvious." I'm like, "Well, it, it it was wrong. What he did was wrong. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day." I mean the the people whose job it is to clarify if it's obvious or not thought it was obvious enough. So yeah, it is what it is. And also here's the thing. I would still had the ball back on like the 45 yard line. Like yeah. they still needed just 20 yards. They have a good kicker. They needed like 20 yards to get into field goal range with a minute and a half left. And then he throws an interception two plays later. It's like, the, boy throws a pick. Yeah. It's like the, the Rams fan who are still complaining about that. No PI call against New Orleans. Yeah. Jared Goff threw a pick in overtime. Like they had the ball first. All they had to do was score a touchdown. Or I, I might've even been when they just need to kick a field goal in overtime and they blew it because they weren't good enough to win. But you know, we also I, real quick, I have a trivia question for you guys. Oh, I'll give God. you, I'll give you a little uh, backstory here. Nebraska on offense averages 328 yards a game. Do you guys know how many yards a game Iowa averages? I know it's more. All right, so give me a number. Um, what did you say Nebraska's at? 328. I'll say 350. I'd say yeah, like 340. They average 232 yards of offense a game. Oh, I, I did see a stat. Maybe it was points per game is what I was yeah. looking at. They, they average more I, points per game than we do. Yeah. 
They they average like that's got to be the lowest in all of college football or right there. When it's crazy, thirty two yards. Because like you watch Nebraska's offense and it makes you want to pull your hair out of your head. Oh it's bad. It's it, it's it's awful to watch. And then to to think that there's a team who's still like five and two right now or however the the, the math shapes out, who's significantly worse. They're they're bad. I yeah. mean, diabetes Deacon has averages like six completions a game. <laughs> so I mean, it's just a miserable <laughs> way way of That's being crazy. But I love that. And and I, I you know I told you about this earlier. Cade McNamara wasn't great either. No, he was he was missing some throws that Brian Ferentz was pretty upset about. Yeah, and they were showing him on the sidelines. It's I don't know. Maybe it is just quarterback play. They can't get a good quarterback in there, but it's it's tough to watch. Outstanding stuff. I love it. Um, like I said, double down on that. The the under. Uh, I don't think they play this week, do they? I think they have a bye. I think so. Yeah, they have a bye, and then they play Northwestern next week. So very curious to see what that over under will be. Probably going to set another record. Honestly, it'll be down there. I mean, what a disaster. But yeah, 10 points, 15 points, 20 points, 16, 26 points. Michigan State's really keep keeping their average reasonable and then zero points against Penn State, which is another reason why I'm so thankful that Josh Fleek's got that touchdown because of how funny it is that Iowa gets shut out this year. And <laughs> I mean, it just, it, w- it would have taken away from that experience to. To well, have also, us stuff the same you gotta thing. just throw that game out because Michigan cheats. So that's true. That is true. I don't. It it makes it very much less impressive when they have a guy signaling the plays in for you and telling you what it's gonna be. I mean, uh, it's just such a shame that like Jim Harbaugh won't be there to like see the ramifications of it. Yeah. Uh, let, let me let me ask you this quick sidebar as a as a Broncos fan. Would you want to see Jim Harbaugh go to the Chargers? No, because I, I feel like on one hand I don't I don't want another division rival to have like a good coach and a good quarterback, but I also want somebody to stop the Chiefs from doing whatever they want. So uh, there's a fine line there. I'd much rather him go to the Bears, and then I think it would be fun. The Bears would be like, yeah, you're right. Because at least I can enjoy his success. Yeah. Because he's going to be good. I mean, he, he had a lot of success already. Yeah. So him getting back to the NFL is a no-brainer. Especially and, uh, against I Chicago. Gonna, gets, right. uh, gets a real quarterback in there instead of just a running back. And then, you oh, know, okay. No Justin Fields slander here. All right. That's he's fair. fucking lit us up. So I don't know what you're talking about. I, I think we can all concur that that says way more about the Broncos than it does <laughs> us. I don't know. He played pretty well the two weeks after that, too. And the uh, second half of last year. I think it's just like the first four or five weeks, Fields really struggles, and then all of a sudden turns it on. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I like him to be good. He's he's a fun watch. I genuinely thought that – so Trevor Lawrence was, was on a different level, but I thought that pretty hands down Justin Fields would be the second-best quarterback in that draft class. I did, too. Yeah, I mean, he had all the 
he looks the best, like um, like his height and weight and stuff like that, and his speed all works well in the NFL, and his arm talent should have worked well in the NFL. It's just getting the right scheme for him. Yeah. He does every now and again make some throws that are just like, wow, but it's not yeah. consistent enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now where does that leave us season total wise? Uh, to be fair, not a whole lot of a different spot. Uh, Brooks gained $74 over the, the last couple of weeks. One with a really good week, one with a really bad week, even down a little bit. Uh, Tyler and I both kind of climbing out of the, the, the dungeon here. Uh, I'm catching up. Both uh, all, all of our records the last couple of weeks have been pretty similar. Broca, of course, jumped out to that early lead to to kind of coast on twenty three and sixteen is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's a good. Especially, record. Um, <laughs> I know this kind of sucks to say, but I swear I do my best work like a half hour before kickoff. So the fact that you're <laughs> you're making me lock these in on two three days in advance are pretty good for me. Yeah. Um. And it feels like 18 and 21 is not that bad either. But I mean, when you look at the money total there now, 2358, that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow. If they were all even bets, it wouldn't be bad at all. Yeah. yeah. Not knocking on the doorstep. But nonetheless, that's where we're at going into week nine. Like I said, we're going to add a, a winter future here coming up. So uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I'm kind of torn as like a Nuggets and an Avalanche fan. Because as an Avalanche fan, I think the Avs are going to be outstanding this year. I think that last year they were just real banged up after the, the Stanley Cup run. And I think now they're dialed in. There's even um, a story out a couple of weeks ago about how like the core Avs guys, once they saw like the Denver Nuggets pray, they're like, all right, we got to dial back in so we can you know, have our turn again. And so I, I think that they – and this isn't just complete – Denver bias for me. They are the current favorites to win the Stanley Cup, so this isn't crazy. But but then on the other hand, I also have the Denver Nuggets, who I love and cherish. I got it. I adopted a cat during the playoffs last year, named him Nugget because I knew that the Nuggets were going to win this championship, and it seemed a little bit more responsible than having like an NBA Finals championship baby. So we got the cat. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so so then, and I obviously against that uh, that first game the other nights with the Lakers. They look just like they're picking up right where they left off. So I'm going to do something uh, a little bit crazy here, and I'm going to take uh, both of them in a parlay as a future to win the championship. You're taking who in a parlay? Nuggets in the ass to win the championship. Oh, gotcha. I mean, honestly, not a crazy bet. Yeah, because as of right now, the like I said, the Nuggets have the, the best odds to win the Stanley cup again. And the nuggets are like four or five down, but pretty tight, close race up top. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. And I figured if this hits, I mean, it cancels out every, every loss that I get throughout the, the rest of the season, pretty much. So. I'm trying to look up rookie of the year odds for the NBA. Ooh. Rookie of the year. I mean, Wemby's probably Wemby might be minus money. I got a name in mind that I kind of like, but I, I want to see the number on it first before I give it out. 
Let's see if I pick it up. And Nicole, I thought about adding a Nikola Jokic MVP to this, but that just felt a little bit too crazy because it does feel silly to hit on a plus 5,700 parlay and be like, oh, I added this extra leg at the end of it and fucked everything up. Yeah. I feel like if one of them wins and the other one loses, you're going to be hurt no matter what. Yeah. Which is crazy to say because, like, I, I, I'll cry if they win another championship <laughs> again. Like, it's it's such a win, such a rush. But you know, I can't find. Oh, there it is. There it is. Let me pull this up here. So Victor Wembanyama minus one forty five. Chet Holmgren three eighty. Scoot Henderson plus five hundred. And then a pretty substantial drop off to Brandon Miller, Eamon Thompson, and Cam. Wood. I love uh, Chet Holmgren there. Really. Yeah. He uh he's a, like a second year rookie. I hate how like he's not truly a rookie, but he still qualifies for the award cuz he didn't really play last year. Yeah. And I think the Thunder are going to be pretty good this year, especially with with that whole young core. They're going to get on TV quite a bit. So I mean, if you can if you watch Chet Holmgren on primetime TV 10 times a year. Go off. That's a good bet. Good value. I mean, I feel like I have to go with Scoot just because the name. Scoot's he's not a, a bad bet either. He's he's going to get a lot of playing time with Dame gone. So that's yeah. not a bad bet either. I also don't know how you can bet against the Bucks right now. I mean, that team just looks crazy good. I mean that will be very interesting to watch, just to see how that how that meshes. I got a I got a weird bet for you guys that I, it's it's kind of out there. It's it's a long shot, but give me the Cleveland the Cleveland Cavaliers to win the NBA championship. Wow, they got a lot of good young pieces. That this is their second year together. I kind of think they make a push. I don't know if they get there, but. So let's see here. The Cavs plus twenty four hundred. So that payday is pretty, pretty well. Let's see here. Plus two sixty to win the Central. And then plus eight hundred to win the East. I think I mean it's good value for sure. Obviously Boston and Milwaukee are the favorites to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I feel like you're one injury away from I to either one of those teams mm-hmm. for the Cavs being the next best team in that conference. So you're not wrong. That's uh, that's an absolute good point. I, I love especially in futures like this, just taking like the other team. I obviously have the the favorites like Boston, Milwaukee, but then yeah, if if either of those teams go down or get upset, you know, in, early in the playoffs, that opens up a path for like a team like the Miami Miami Heat last year. I mean, of course, they took down the Celtics. Exactly. Uh, I guess they're they took down good, everybody themselves, but yeah. they're not a good regular season team. But man, they get hot during the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they won the East as an eight seed. Yeah. 
And yeah, I'm, and as the eight seed, you have to do all that work yourself. I mean, they took down the one seed, and then they ended up taking down Boston in the yeah. in the finals as well. So they really had to go through everybody. It does feel funny to to think of somebody uh, betting the 76ers and thinking that they're gonna cash that out come June. No, that's way. very silly to me. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely not. I, outstanding stuff. Love to see their downfall, but uh, so it, where did you want to go for your future? Did you want to go with Chet? Plus three. Um, no, give me the Cavs. That's what I want is my future. For the, the whole thing or somewhere in between? Give me the whole thing. Let's go. Let's go. 2,400. That. All right, Tyler, what are you thinking? Um, you this one's going to be pretty easy. Um, not basketball, but hockey. I think uh, Connor Bedard wins rookie of the year. Oh, man. Those odds are got to be pretty bad. Yeah, they probably are. But a win's a win's a uh, win's yeah. a win. I mean, never never get bored making deposits. Am I right? Mm-hmm. So let's see here. Awards. Heart Trophy. Nathan McKinnon for the Hart Trophy. Yeah, that's good value. Um, the Calder Trophy at minus 160. <laughs> the next closest is Logan Cooley at plus 750. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. Never get never get bored making deposits. It's a winning formula. Sometimes you just gotta go with the ones that are the easiest. All Trevor right, so that brings us. If he got hurt, oh, don't wish well, it on him. I didn't wish it. I just said it would be a shame. Mm. Especially because I feel like when you do like a like a long shot and he gets hurt, it's like ah, well, whatever. I didn't really, but it was, it was a long shot anyways. But when you bet a heavy favorite like that, and he doesn't Kinda come through for any reason, I mean, that that stinks a little bit more. But yeah, it it is. Oh my gosh! So he's even a weight. He's a significantly, a significant more of a favorite than Wemby is to win Rookie of the Year in the NBA, just with the gap. Yeah, crazy. That means it's going to happen. Sure. They're not going to not let him get Rookie of the Year. Yeah, that's a fair point. He just stays healthy, you know. Well, perfect. So we got a great week coming up here. Our $100 bets. I'm going to just get started with um, good old reliable. Hasn't come close to hitting one time this season, but I, <laughs> it's just got to hit once. It's just got to hit once. Give me every SEC team to score one plus field goals. <laughs> I'd like to at least get out of like the 11 a.m. window one time, but <laughs> you know, I want um, to win from there, but that's where I'm at. Me and Tyler were watching. It was Arkansas Mississippi State and Mississippi State missed their like 29 yard field goal for their leg to miss last weekend. Yeah, I was I was sitting out in my car outside the the wedding venue watching that happen. I was like, oh, they're they're gonna do it. They're gonna find a way to do it. It's the ugliest football game of all time, and they're finally gonna kick a field goal, go up two <laughs> possessions. Out, outstanding. Nope. At least it was over early. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Probably better for everybody involved. Yeah, and for my $100 bet, um, 
Brooke, shut up. I'm going to take Wake Forest plus 20 and a half. Who do they have? Florida State. <laughs> well, you points. certainly know they're not going to win. What? You certainly know they're not going to win. Yeah, but I think they cover 20 and a half pretty easily. Sure. I got a As weird Brandon one for said, my... 20 is a lot. It is a lot. I got a weird one for my $100 bet. Give me a parlay of Nebraska money line in the under. I love it. Love a good parlay. Let's I just think if if we do win, it's got to be low scoring. I don't even know what the number is on the under, but we Nebraska's got to be a pretty good under team as well. I'd imagine so, yeah. So the under is 39 and a half. That's not much at all. Love it. So let's see. Nebraska money line and the under. Let's see. $100 would pay out 207.27. So plus 200, just about 207. That's outstanding math there, sir. All right. $200 bets here. Man, there's. There are not many great spreads this week. No, there's mm, there's not a whole lot that I feel great about. I, I am ready with them. mine. Yeah, let's go with you, Tyler. All right, so I've taken them quite a bit. Uh, give me the Houston Texans minus three against the Panthers. I love it. Minus three against the that, – that's a, that's a good spread. I like that a lot for the Texans. Yeah, I think they, they covered that pretty easily. Um, CJ Stroud is much further along than Bryson Young is, or Bryce Young is Bruce, as Brooke calls him. Bruce, Bruce Young. Um, and all around, the Texans are just a better team. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was curious to see how Bruce would do in the NFL. I, I figured he would be doing better than than he is now. Because even like making the and I, I I get it guys talk about all the time how the gap from the college game to the pro game is different but I think the gap from high school to the SEC at the highest level is as comparable of a gap as you can get to and he jumped right in and was yeah. the best quarterback in college football so I figure that there'd be at least a a little bit of you know translation but he he's been bad. Now, granted, Panthers fans will tell you that that's Matt Rule's fault somehow. But, um, yeah, C.J. Stroud has been awesome. All right. So, moving on here. Let's see. When does this start? I wish it's Friday. Okay. So, this will air before then. So, Give me the Texas Rangers plus a run and a half. Game one against the Diamondbacks. Or minus one and a half. Just got to see. 
get some right, baseball so I action. My, I love that. I think they should take care of the Diamondbacks, but the Diamondbacks are just frisky this year. Yeah. Shouldn't have even made the playoffs, and here they are in the World Series. So my $200 bet is Georgia Tech plus 11 against North Carolina. And then my $300 bet is, who is it, Cal plus 10.5 against USC. I I was – Thinking about taking USC, I'm not going to, so we can kind of dive into it, but it, it just seems very unlikely that they have three stinkers in a row. But also, then maybe they just stink. So, But 10 and I, points doesn't seem like much at all. We're getting to the part of the year where injuries are piling up for teams. And teams that aren't like, especially USC, like they're out of the playoff race. I just question whether or not, you know, how much they're going to care to win those games by a lot. Yeah. And North Carolina might just be bad. So that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy I don't think they they're were. bad, but Georgia Tech did beat Miami. If they were, if they were bad, this is what it would look like. When you get a feast a lot in that conference over there on the west coast or on the east coast, Spark, you took Georgia Tech plus eleven and a half, or what was oh, your geez. bet there? What what was I even doing? But yeah, I think it was. It's eleven and a half. Oh, is it? Yeah, eleven and a half. Yeah, my bad. Is that still good? I just wanted to let you know. Oh yeah, that's fine. Okay. Probably different numbers out there. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm not, I'm skeptical here because I know what my $500 bet is and I know that that's plus money. So I I feel like at some point here, I'd like to take a favorite. It's not going to be this, this one. Like I said, still got a $2,300 gap to get after. Um, And there's no like football analysis here. There's no objectiveness that would give me any indication that this bet's going to hit. But um, just because it's it's something that's got to end eventually, and eventually this is going to pay off if I just keep betting it, give me the Broncos money line. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is our Super Bowl, so it makes I mean, sense. No kidding. If I and I and we've talked about it, like if they give me one win against them, yep. and it doesn't matter what else happens the rest of the year, at least this monkey is off our back. Yes, I agree. So, and it's got to it's got to end eventually. You would hope. So, so for my three hundred dollar bet, I was really thinking about taking Colorado money line, but I think I'm just going to take Colorado plus seventeen and a half against UCLA. I don't feel great about, but I think they're going to come out and uh, try to make up for that loss against Stanford. Yeah, terrible loss a, Stanford. Such a tough. I, I I've had no read on Colorado at all this year. All right, I'm going to do something unprecedented for me and give out my first two NFL picks. Oh, let's go. So my $400 one is the. 
Is it all right if I do the Thursday night game? Are we going to get that out ahead of time? Yeah. Yeah, I'll okay. make it work. So I'm going to do the Bucks plus eight and a half. The Bills are not good at covering big spreads. And the Bucks have a frisky defense, so give me that. And my $500 bet is the Green Bay Packers money line. Who do they play? The Vikings. Oh, Vikings, yeah. Vikings, interesting. Interesting. I feel like everybody in the world is going to be betting the Vikings after what they did to the 49ers in huge letdown spot. I mean, even money line, they're still it's only minus 106. Yeah. Yeah, they're only a one point dog. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty much is true. Yeah. Um, Brandon, before you continue, I just want to make sure that where it says Texas, that's Texans, the Houston oh my Texans. Gosh, I'm losing my mind. I just want to make that clear before. No, he wants to bet every Texas team in one <laughs> Texas parlay. That, that that'd be pretty fun, to be honest. <laughs> the entire state of Texas. Tyler bets against the entire entire state of Florida. Should yeah. be done. What a prick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. Do you have one ready to go? I do. All right. So it sounds like Brock Purdy's not going to play next or this game against the Bengals. Um, the Bengals on the road. Give me, yeah, give me the Bengals minus three and a half. I was thinking about taking a money line. I'll take them the points there. Plus three and a half, right? Yes, sorry. Wait, you said not my, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm losing my mind here. (laughs) (laughs) Been a long day. It's been a long day. All right, so my $400 one, let me see if I can pull this up in a timely fashion. Boy, they already got NBA spreads out for Christmas Day. Love that. Oh, I'll tell you what, those those morning Christmas Day games, you wake up, <laughs> something to bet on, that's electric. I mean, it's, oh, I can't wait. Or I guess it's only the, the Warriors and the Nuggets that they have ready to go for Christmas, which is weird. But all right, nonetheless. Um, so, I'll, yeah, I'll scurry away from that. Um, give me some more NFL action here. Who do we like? You know, I like the Texans. Give me the the, the Texans mi- minus three as well. Damn, Tyler, you made it. He He's went from fading you to taking your picks. <laughs> I've bet on them multiple times throughout this, and it's it's hit every time. Damn, so. nothing could go wrong now. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that Brandon's gonna hear, gonna be over there mushing me. So <laughs> oh, we have a new mush. Yep. Let's go. I mean, I'm I, at least I'm using my powers for good here. I mean, not not the Texans, but that Iowa TikTok I made last week was pretty tough, but it worked out. Worked out pretty well. Tyler, do you have your five hundred dollar one ready to go? I, I think so. I have a question first. Yeah. So I'm looking at this Oregon Utah game. I'm not sure that they're going to win by seven, but I like them at six. You just buy that half point. Is that even worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll take, I'll buy the half point and I'll take them Oregon minus six. Six and a half. You mean? 
So six. it's six and a half right now. Yeah, so I have six down to six on FanDuel here. So yeah. down to six. What does that look like? Probably just minus 120-ish. So we'll do minus 130 because it would be – for some reason it doesn't let you go to six. So minus six and a half is 120. The minus five and a half is minus 142. So we'll just put it in the middle. Okay. Yeah, it's probably somewhere right there. So can you only buy down like a full point? No, Typically, you can buy no. Hats. Okay. Well, I guess in this interface, yeah, it only lets you. Gotcha. It only goes by a point, but oh well, still a good bet there. Um, hmm. I don't think they're going to win by 130. Yeah, <laughs> and they might, you know. All right, so might give, me the Utah. <laughs> give me Utah. Give me Utah plus 130. <laughs> so actually, I am. I am going to change mine to to Nebraska plus the points. Um, what is it? Two and a half. Yeah, minus two and a half. Did I scare him off? Did I scare you off, Brandon? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was, I, I I just I because for for me to 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 cash it on that, I'd probably to enjoy it. I'd have to watch the Panthers play football, and I I don't want to do. That. I know I'll be watching Nebraska. Two and a half doesn't seem like a lot of points. Um, I I think they you know build on what they did last week. They have. Scarecrows at wide receiver, but they'll make it work. And then my five hundred dollar bets. I got um. I've been cooking on this one all day here, so I got a ten team parlay ready to go. No uh, way. It's it's only Dude. plus one ninety, so it's not you know. So it's just a bunch of favorites. Uh, that's exactly what it is. I love that. So here's what we got going on here. So we got Florida State, Oklahoma, Penn State, Georgia, Texas, <laughs> Notre Dame, USC, Washington, Ohio State, and Ole Miss. The uh, the closest point spread there is Oklahoma minus three seventy five. It goes all the way up to minus seven thousand on Penn State. But yeah, if it pays, it's yeah, it's plus one ninety five hundred dollar bet. I mean, I I guess I'm probably more nervous about USC than anybody, but you know, the law yeah. of averages. Is not You're in my favor here. I love this. If you guys had, I mean, pick- there's so many easier ways to gain ground than a fucking ten team parlay that pays plus one ninety. <laughs> Brandon said he wants the lead back and he wants it now. <laughs> well, I mean, this. No, is I think he's just game. trying to get into second place. I think he's just trying to beat me. I'm. I'm really just. Oh, I'm shoot, trying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Is it? <laughs> you know I, what you should do, Tyler. You should just. Switch one of your bets to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me. <laughs> well, well, no, it, it's gonna lose, and he's gonna be out five hundred more dollars. I'm not even worried. Yeah, I mean the odds aren't great. I mean, I I just felt better about these ten teams irking out wins against their their opponents than any other team at close to even money. If there was one team you think you're real nervous about losing on that, who? I would say USC or Notre Dame. Notre Dame plays Pitt. Have? Oh, Pittsburgh. Pitt. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not happy about those odds, but um, I'll take them. Penn State. When I initially started cooking this up, they I think it was only like minus fourteen hundred. But then when I switched to the FanDuel sportsbook, I racked up there. So 
Um, let's see here. Ole Miss plays Vanderbilt. Not too worried about that. Uh, USC is probably another one. I, I think I mentioned them. If they, there is an avenue where they just the wheels fall off. I'd like to think that it doesn't happen against Cal, but um, that one's pretty spooky to me. Um, they Oklahoma, can win. Just please last yeah. by less than eleven. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, that that would be the, the winning formula here. But otherwise, like I I just I I don't see I I don't see Kansas and Jason Bean beating Oklahoma. I don't see BYU beating Texas. I don't see Georgia losing to whoever they're playing. They got Mizzou, not Mizzou, right? Someone else. No, that's uh, next week. Okay. Yeah. I got my eyes on that one too. I how funny I got would it a be weird if one was the SEC power. The weird one that I think may just be close is Ohio State going to Wisconsin after a big game. I think maybe that one's close, but Ohio State should still pull that one out. Yeah, and I mean, if there is a game where Ohio State loses before Michigan, it's a game like that where it's just mucky and ugly and Wisconsin keeps Ohio State's offense off the field somehow. Um, yeah, I don't feel as great about that one now that you bring that up, but especially on the road. But Good. overall, I you know, and one of these teams is, is bound to lose. But I, I, I think if there's a week for a 10 team or it's this one. Love that. Good luck. Thank you, buddy. I'll need it. But it... <laughs> so before we wrap up for the for the week, is there anything else you'd like to add? Any honorable mentions that you wanted to throw out there? Um, Not really. Not for me, at least. The Big Ten West. Did you guys see the graphic there? Or Brandon saw it. The the possibility of the seven way tie. I'm here for that. Disaster. I mean, wouldn't that be the best way to wrap up the Big Ten West in history? (laughs) Is this all a seven team tie? Give me chaos. None of them with none of them having a winning record in conference. (laughs) Yeah, I think what would be even crazier if like four of your teams in your parlay lost. I mean, if one of them loses, I hope they all lose. Well, that would be crazy. So, I mean, boy, that that would have been the the parlay to play then. Holy smokes! <laughs> I would, I'd never have to worry about this show again. You'd never have to work <laughs> another day in your life if that. <laughs> one that I, I couldn't find good enough uh, information on, but I, I I'd be curious to see how if you bet this every single uh, Jokic basketball game, if you just bet him to get a triple double. What that uh, what that would pay out at the end of the season? Interesting. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll definitely have some Jokic triple doubles here coming up as soon as I can figure out a way to efficiently pull it up and add it to my sheets. But overall, I think we had a, a good sheet th- this week. It feels crazy to see a plus fifty seven fifty on there, but I have to keep in mind that that's it's a future. <laughs> um, yeah. And God damn it, if just you know, you guys talk about me clawing my way back into this to the season race. If, if I do, it's going to be because all the SEC teams make a field goal in one week. <laughs> I mean, that's what, what, what it's going to turn out. Just one week. Just one week. That's that, That's it. Just got to make it for all the losers. Um, and this feels like a good week. Feels like a good week for it. Good, good week as any. <laughs> I'd like to say I'm rooting for you, but I'm actively rooting against you. It is. I got to say, it's a very different vibe of watching football. Because you get excited when they get in the red zone. Like you would if you bet it over, 
but then you mm-hmm. get irrationally angry when they score a touchdown, which <laughs> even in an over, you're like, oh, great, more points. This is great. Or, oh, they kicked a field. Oh, we get points towards the over. Now, it's a very specific set of circumstances where I'm allowed <laughs> to be excited about it, but I'm, I'm dialed in now. I mean, it's uh, it's got to hit eventually. It's just, it seems, and I get that's how they get you with these odds is that they're like, oh, well, it's such a simple thing. Just kick a field goal. I get it, but it's like, it's just, it's got to hit once. Kickers that's suck. It. Kickers right. do suck. At Pat McAfee. Let <laughs> Especially college think. kickers. College kickers yeah. suck. Yeah. Not, uh, not Tristan Alvano, though. He's, oh, he's the real mm. deal. That's, our, yeah. that's my king. Look Let's who go. flipped the page. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I might, I, I change with the information when he's, Three mm. of seven. I'm not, you know, too thrilled about him, but you know, yeah, I wouldn't back, have back confidence in my guys either. Yeah, it is what it is. Mm. Um, <laughs> anything else you guys would like to add for a ramp up here? May your bets win. May your yeah. money cash. Let's get it. Oh, big red. Except for Brandon's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.